Twisted Pearls, a podcast with pearls of wisdom with a little twist of humor and common sense. In our complicated everyday world, sometimes filled with more questions than answers, get your cup of clarity with Jenny and Katie. These two friends, co-workers, and collaborators have come together to share their practical approach to common everyday situations with conversation, humor, and good sense from occasionally different perspectives. I'm Jenny. I'm Katie. (laughs) And we're Twisted Pearls. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Twisted Pearls. Today's episode is... How to say no and smile at the same time. Yes. Big smile. Big smile. Mm-hmm. Big no. Big no. Big smile. You know, um, when I, when Madison was little um, and I was in my 20s, I said yes to everything at school. I said yes to everything at work. I said yes to everything in the neighborhood, um, everything at church. I was a yes girl. And then I was on so many committees that I, I couldn't keep up. Yeah, burn out. I did real fast, like really fast. And then when my son came along, I signed up for nothing. <laughs> they are eight and a half years difference, but um, I signed up for nothing. I was the no girl, and I would I would kind of smile. I actually I got embarrassed because I would be like, I just don't have time to do that. Um, but now I learned my boundaries. I'm also forty seven took a long time to say no but um, I do say no with a smile now yeah I just think that that's so important because our tendency and I don't know if it's because we're women or what is to say yes and to want all the things you want to please people yeah and you want to be good at everything you know you you want to have the full experience you want to have the home experience you want to have the work experience you want to have the church experience you want to have the friends experience so you just say yes to everything without a plan and get over overdone and undone yeah I did that a lot and and I also I signed up for a lot of things to meet people yeah and you know and that was and that's a great way to meet people but if you're burned out Sometimes people don't want to be around you. <laughs> well, in that you don't necessarily meet like the right people. Yeah, yeah. I signed up for a lot of things at church one time, and I remember a pastor. I was really just exhausted, and he 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 called me one day to check on me, and and he said, you know, you can get church burnout. And I was like, oh, don't say that. The Lord's watching, and he <laughs> he laughed at me, and he was like. It's okay. I can say that. You can say that. And maybe you need to, you know, take one of your 10 committees <laughs> and drop off of it. Um, and he was right. I mean, there is something called church burnout. There's school burnout. There's work burnout. There's friend burnout. It's all real. And you can't be at everything. And I just remember being so burnt out in my 20s. And I had a little girl. And she burned me out sometimes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, kids do that. Yeah. And they need us. I mean, they, they're dependent, you know, on they us. Are. But um, I think, you know, I d- I've done similar things during similar seasons before where I've said, and you're like, you do everything. And you'll say that to me. And I I'm do. Like, and, you know, there for a season, I wasn't being intentional about it. So I think probably a couple years ago, <clears throat> excuse me, this was pre-COVID, 
I made a list of things that I had committed to. And I was like, okay, so I, my goal is to whittle this list down a little bit on things I'm committed to. And I'm going to have to say no to everything else that's not on this list. And so there were things that started to come along because I'm also just a very um, curious, love new things kind of a person. And so, I mean, I know that there was an opportunity at a place to be a judge for like a new business idea, entrepreneurial launch program. Oh, I really wanted to do that so bad. And like the want to is not a problem for me. Like, don't want to? Yeah, I want to. But, like, is that what's best for me and my family and my team? Or is that is that going to serve us well? Mm-hmm. Or is that just something that I think is cool that's going to, you know, not be the right season for me to participate right now? So I think, you know, that's how, instead of being like, a no, 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 you know, taking some time if it's worth it. You don't owe anybody an explanation if they ask you to do something and you don't want to. But, you know, I think taking a moment to say, you know, I have some things that I've committed to and I want to do them well. Yeah, I I think I learned a lot in my 30s when I didn't sign up for things. And then I started signing up for things that I wanted to do versus felt like I had to do. Like, I'm not kidding. When Madison was little, I signed up for everything. I was a headroom mom every single year. And if if there are some moms out there that know me, you know that I was that mom who was contacting those teachers before you could sign up for headroom mom. Do you need anything? Do you need a headroom mom? Can I bring you this? I'll bring you a checklist. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. In my 20s, I was that mom. I've got, hey, I've got some teachers out there that love me. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I've got some teachers out there that don't love me. <laughs> that is so... But I did, I just was, I signed up for everything. Everything in the schools. Everything. I, and I even came up with committees. And I loved it. And I worked full time. And I was headroom mom every single year. And then Miller came along, and I took a little break because Madison went through middle school and high school, and they don't need room moms. And um, but I still helped with some committees, you know, project graduation things like that. Um, and then I did it again with Miller. And I remember Miller's uh, the last year that I was a room mom for Miller, and I was like, I think I've been a room mom for 20 years. And um, it was kind of funny, uh, but I, I enjoyed being room mom. That was one of my things. I loved. Uh, taking care of those teachers teachers have it hard I mean that's that's a hard job and people say well they just work nine months out of the year they work their butts off nine months out of the year they work all year round they love those kids and I don't know I and I signed up for every committee at church I was on everything I head of welcome center you know I helped with funeral food I, I was secretary in the Sunday school class I was everything but um that was probably some of the best advice that pastor called and told me years ago was it's church burnout it's all kinds of burnout and you need to self-care and self-care is such a a big word nowadays but it's so true and moms and women they need to like say no every now and then sign up for the things you want to do yeah don't sign up for everything and I think my group one of my groups has just taken like a gifts spiritual gifts test and I think I've done that. it's important mm-hmm. to know 
you know, because I said no to being in the nursery committee. Which is <laughs> like... I remember the last day you worked the nursery and you were like walking out of there with pom poms. Listen, <laughs> you were like, I succeeded. <laughs> I, I love my children. I know, I know. A, I love the nursery. I worked for years afterwards. <laughs> And children are a blessing from the Lord. And I believe that with my whole heart. Yes. I also believe with my whole heart that being in the nursery is not one of my spiritual gifts. It is not. And if you know me, you know this. And, you know, there was an obligation. I felt it Mm -hmm. to um, participate in nursery care when my kids were little. And for me, that ended up being about a decade and that was, yeah, you know, it was draining every time it was my turn. I just felt sucked bone dry when I left. Um, and so, you know, me having to resign from that for me was awkward. I made it awkward. Like it was just, but you know, I was like, um, this will be my last time. <laughs> I remember that day. <laughs> I do. I remember it. Oh, I couldn't wait for it to be over. And I hate that I felt that strongly about it, but I really did. But I do enjoy being with my family and I enjoy and I'm thankful for people that help help in those ways and, and feel called or compelled and that's their gift. Um, but I do think, you know, having people and systems and communities, you know, they tend to also ask the same people over and over again because they say yes. Yeah. And if you say no, it gives them an opportunity to ask somebody else. They should listen to this podcast. Those yes people. They'll get there. The sad part is, is they'll be burned out. Yeah. And the goal is to be a little bit more intentional about what are the things that are priorities before you get to total burnout on things. You know, and another thing, Christmas is coming up. You know how much I love Christmas. Mercy. The first Noel. Um, and that's where I have a hard time saying no, because I want to do everything with everybody. Like every Christmas opportunity. Every, every stinking one. I have five reservations at Patty's already because I can't decide. People are going to yeah. feel about you the way that you judged me about toilet paper during the <laughs> pandemic. Hey y'all, she hoarded. That's, that is, that's an episode. You hoarded. She hoarded toilet paper. <laughs> it's okay. Cause you're hoarding the Patty's reservations. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably get a complaint about it. I am not, I'm, I can't decide when we're going. So I made five different reservations back in the summer. And, um, the funny thing is Katie, you are like, if, don't you get rid of the, one of those reservations, you better give it to me. Well, <laughs> My daughter's the same way she's like mom don't get rid of those (laughs) well in my defense they do book up in august they do they're booked up if If you you don't if you don't have a reservation at patty's you're not getting one on the weekend through december no and if you're not in west 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 kentucky you may not even know what patty's is but it's a local landmark it is especially at christmas over the top it is over the top and if you're ever on i-24 Going through Grand Louis Rivers. St. Louis to Nashville. Yep, yep. St. Louis to Nashville through Grand Rivers. You must stop at Patty's. Um, and and if people always say, get the pork chop. But, I mean, everything they've got is good. Their catfish is good. Their pork chops are good. Um, how, um, did we, how did we go from saying, <laughs> learning to say no to Patty's? you have to say no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you don't want to stop, just say no. We didn't do it. <laughs> With a smile. With a smile and don't feel bad. No. <laughs> oh, my God. 
All right. All right. Well, I think we've covered how to say no with a smile. I do too. It is hard, but I think we internalize that more and it's more about us and our problem with saying no than it is about anybody else hearing it. And I think the next time someone says no, they'll probably think of us and they'll smile. Maybe. Maybe. I hope so so too. (laughs) All right. All right. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Twisted Pearls with your hosts, Jenny and Katie. Remember to subscribe and rate us wherever you listen. You can find us on Facebook or our website, twistedpearlspodcast.com.